January 26, 2024, SWAT Pedro Show.
show happy friday started off with excerpt live november 18 1961 john co he's got eric Dolphy with this unit my favorite things and then garretson gardetsky brand new do that and because of those estonian software engineers with their scab invention i got with me all the way from echo park garretson and Gardeski, not just them two people, but the whole band. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much for being on the Watt from Pedro show. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what I was saying off air, we need an origin story. Oh. So okay. what I'm, I'm thinking, now tell me if I'm off the mark here, but since the name of the project is Gerritsen and Gardetsky, yeah. I'm guessing maybe those two individuals were the principals. But just a guess. Well, yeah, I mean, during COVID, we we all everybody like like a lot of us around the scene, we'd all played in different bands together during COVID to keep from going out of our mind. Me and Weeper would just get together and write songs. So we we're trying to keep on a practical level because it was hard to get a band in a closed space to practice. We would just sit out basically in her backyard and write songs. So it started out as a duo. Starts off as a duo. Which, yeah. and people, I know you're very popular, Ralphie, but, you know, the listeners, not everyone knows you by voice yet. It, it, it will happen, I know. But until then, people, this is Ralph Gardetsky here. Okay, I'll do I an know angel. Ralphie, going way back to Joe Biza days. Way back. Right? Maybe uh, his first side proj. Yeah, Congress. Right, right. Okay, okay, so... Uh, Ralphie, you, you, because you, you're talking about situation only a few years ago, so this this yeah. project ain't that old, okay? No, you guys have been playing though for well, much longer. Well, Ralph and I have been writing together since like almost for thirty years in different bands. We did Putinesca with Joe Biza. I was going to say in other and, incarnations. That's right, and but then, not as um, Gar- not as Garretson and. Although Ralph and I were writing the songs then, just as we do now. So basically, this, and then Vince, Vince played on Putinesca. You played on Red Haired Woman. Joe Biza, too, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, but, so we were basically always a writing team. And then when we uh, put together this incarnation of the band, and and we've been thinking about changing the name, because... We, we're really happy with the sound, and it, we like to think of everybody 
it being more of a band thing than just the two of us. But right now it's our name. So, um, but we started, God, did we start last January? It was almost two years ago now. Almost right? two years? Like a little less than that, I think. Are, are, you, are you telling me in a way Gerritsen and Gardetsky is an extension of Pudinesca? Well, I mean, okay, Mike, you know that you like you've played with certain people over time and then somebody may roll in and somebody may roll out and you develop a sort of shorthand with certain people that you play with. Like we played with Vince way back in two base hit and Brian and me played with Joe by so everybody's kind of played together, not in this exact configuration. So you want to bring people in that you can like you know where they're at musically and they're also get along with them too you know what i mean to me that no no me. that makes good sense ralphie because well, you know what, what i found out is even if the music is challenging practice can get that happening but if there's bad chemistry yeah. no prac can fucking help that no. all right yeah that's, <laughs> that was a very disappointing thing to find but i found that yeah well we all know that i mean to me that's a really important thing. Like, and you were talking about that. I mean, Miles Davis said it. All those cats were talking about. It's a person's attitude that's going to come out in the music, even if they might not be a chops player or whatever. Man, it don't really don't matter. It's people that you want to spend time locked in a small room with. Uh oh, you know? <laughs> not you. <laughs> When we started playing with Vince, Brian, and Laura, Laura's the most recent addition. I just felt it was it was really a pleasure. I really loved just getting in the room with these guys and and making music. I, I was just incredibly happy. So that's what motivated me to just say we should try to record this in a way where we're all like not do it in pieces where we lay down the drums and then the bass, blah 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 blah, which is a standard way of doing a pop record, but you know, to do it where we're all like in the moment together. So that's what this record is where, you know, we we did it over two days. Everyone practiced their asses off. A lot of the vocals are scratch vocals. They're not like overdubs. And um, I'm just really happy with what came out, especially just because I'm really happy working with these people. And but you and Ralphie were working first together. Yeah. Yeah. Making it. And you came up with what, like, what was the goal? Make a set list of uh, 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 just tunes for recording? Or were you looking at something to do live? And then you found Vince, and then you found Brian? Well, yeah, I mean, not fine. I know you not fine, because I mean, you've known these cats a long time. I'm sorry. You know this, dude, from your thing. I mean, like, to me, the goal is to make music. To me, like the goal is to be creative. If I don't, I mean, look at the state of things in the universe. If you're not making some kind of music that generates some kind of joy, hopefully with you and the people you're making it with. So we would just play, and then you want to get other people in there that you can do the same. Oh, yeah, with. I'm on board with that, Ralphie. What I'm talking about is I'm trying to look at this Gerritsen and Gardetsky project as almost like a child or being. And what? What makes up this being, you know, these parts? That's what I'm talking about. I understand about coming together to be creative. That's beautiful and stuff. But just in particular, this situation. Like, tell me the first time all five of you practiced together. Laura, you remember. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, 
So I actually, Ryan and I actually have played in a, a band together before that too. So we, we knew each other and then, uh, then Weba called and asked, you know, me to, to, to join. And, uh, then we came to, uh, the, the practice space and they had a couple so they, they're always really good about bringing in, uh, new ideas, uh, to work on. So when you have new music to work on for them, it was new. Um, they just, try to try this out kind of just like how it would go um just just play a little bit see how it sounds and work on it and come back so we just and then they had a record that had come out um during the recorded during the pandemic and it didn't have bass on it so i had to learn um and then so you had to come up with parts i had to add to that like so that was their set when when i came in and then they had a few new ones since the record so i was able to just write to those parts too and so I had to fit myself in yeah but it was cool though because Ralph I mean it was really cool because Ralph is a you know I would I would say he's well known for being a really amazing bass player and but when Laura added parts to those songs he didn't tell her what to play he just said you know just come up with something you know which I thought was amazing on Ralph's part but then what was really cool was that what Laura played fucking rocked I mean it was really like and so we were like, oh, yeah, this is good. So we, we felt like we had, we had something special going on. You know, I, I, I saw Ralphie trying new stuff with the tiny six-string machine uh-huh. with mourners. You know oh, about yeah. this, Proj? That's when yeah. I saw Ralphie leave Basedom yeah. and head off into that territory. So, <laughs> am I on the right track, Ralphie? Yeah. I mean, like, look. Okay, let me let me self self reference to your reference about like when you did like ball hog, right? Where you have all those different all the different. Ah, you know playing. what's funny about that? Huh? Ah, that's your solo record. It's got forty eight other motherfuckers. What's so <laughs> solo about that? <laughs> right, but look, you want to get okay? Do you know what I mean? Like you want Nels Klein to do Nels Klein, right? And Joe Biz is going to be different. And then to me. There's a certain kind of mentality there, which I respect and hopefully I have too. It's like, why do you want to tell? Okay, if I come up with a specific, like if you're writing something, you probably do this when you're writing too. Sometimes you have a specific idea, but you don't want to suffocate people with being too specific. Do you know what I mean? Like, like she might play something I would never think of, which is what makes it. I would never thought of that. Like you don't want to do it all yourself. It's just going to sound too much like you. You know, that's too much of me, even for me. <laughs> Let me know if I'm stretching this too far, but remember that Quentin Tarantino movie, uh, Pulp Fiction? And he gets his, who's that square John motherfucker? Uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could tell that he picked that part just for that that actor. Yeah. Right? Like, and, and it kind of was good, right? He's such a shithead, but because of that situation, he developed with the gimp and the stupid idiot riding on the bi- back of the bike with him and shit. It, 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 it happened. And, and, you know, I think Charlie Mingus was like that. Uh, he didn't so much write parts for people on manuscript. He kind of developed, he put people in situations, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from look, I want to play something from the new stuff. It's called Marriage.
Cowboy and the Stranger. Nest of stars. 
watches stolen from the track Quicksilver relay is not coming back Careless out cursed by the porcelain horses cracked The quicksilver relay is not coming back Not coming back Hey, not coming back It's cat song heat Zebra stripe pistol Swallows her whistle Blows by like a missile Good thing She's faster than you Grab what you can fill Hands to kill the time With the stopwatches on Quicksilver relay is not coming back Not coming back Hey, not coming back Grab what you can fill Both hands to kill the time The stopwatch is on
open sky Oh, the birds are leaving How do they So 
Show at Chunk of Music start off brand new Garrison Gordetsky Marriage. And we had a demo from Terry Allen, Cowboy and the Strange, with Guy by Voices. You know about this guy, Bob Pollard? He makes a record every fucking other month. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. How prolific. No, this cat, he, yeah. he don't run out of ideas. Wow. Really cats prolific. on Heat. Now, it's not Cats in Heat, people. That's why I didn't My- put it next to uh, Marriage. Leaf blower after that. This is a Highland Park project. Hawaiian Ocean. That's the other guy, right? 
And Doc's Electric with Engard Default, Yaiti Mall. Nikki, brand new. Who knows where the time goes? Well, you know what? No question mark. So it's, yeah, declarative. Pay the bill. Michael Kristoff, Jerome Glaugwin, and Fabian Robb trio. Ray Shin with Turning Circles. And finally, another new one from Garrison and Gardetsky. Taking a moment. Uh, is one of these the newer ones that didn't have bass that you had to develop parts for? Yeah, so that um, that one, the intro, Ralph had given me the intro to that song on bass, just the very beginning, and oh. I built the rest of it from Ralph's part. So that was kind of a collaboration. Yeah, and no, the ending, the coda is beautiful. Oh, that's I, all yeah, new. that's all new. Yeah, yeah that's all new. <laughs> and that, actually, I wrote that on the piano, and Ralph said, oh, let's make that a string quartet. Okay, uh, yeah. the reason, like, my brain thinks... I'm always stealing stuff from people. As you know, like to me, that song, if we had money and you don't want to freeze anybody out, I think would be like um, Eleanor Rigby. You know what I mean? The intro, like I heard that one kind of like, basically Laura was playing like the bass and the cello part. I was playing like the middle part and Vince was playing like the, the violin. If we had bread, yeah. get the orchestra to do it. But you don't want to freeze anybody out of a job. <laughs> no, and a poor carpenter blames his tools, right? Yeah, I'm going to have an aphorism <laughs> war here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it sounds great that way, but you yeah. know. Yeah, took three nails to sing Jesus, right? Okay. <laughs> Speaking of carpenters, uh, you know, uh, uh, where was this recorded? Gold Diggers in Hollywood. Okay. And um, how long did it take? Two days. So you guys were practiced. It was kind of like a microphone. You didn't write in the studio. No, no. We we basically Smart. I think we practiced for we 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 were we knew we were going to record um, like in June, uh, but then we had to like wait till September because I think Vince, you were busy in August, right? He never knows. He's so busy. Um, so we just planned it for the first the second week in September, and we just really rehearsed a lot. We were very tight, but yeah, I guess. Well, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Did you get to play these songs for people at gigs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because, you know, yeah. that's kind of, I mean, you got to do the prac, right? Right. Band alone kind of thing. But the real prac's in front of people, right? Oh, yeah. No, that's when you really discover stuff about the music is when you put it in front of people. Right, sure. right. Yeah. Like, a, I, interesting, I helped a guy with the... Last, his last two records, what he did, he waited to record them after two months of touring. Uh-huh. The day after we got back, yeah, like 58 oh, gigs. Yeah, it, shit gets tight. Yeah. Uh, well, at least you can't use that for a fucking excuse if it does come out sour ass. <laughs> <laughs> we were tired. <laughs> you know, so, so uh, yeah, and then, yeah, who's got money to burn, right? My, my, go, People who write in the studio, I mean, that's ridiculous anyway. Uh, and, and and what about the multiple take thing? Did you go for that? I, you know, I don't think we... How many takes did we do? Maybe one or two at the most? Do you two guys on, remember? Two on three. most of them, right? Three, there yeah. might have been a three, but yeah, the average would be... I mean, we basically, two. we tracked everything the first day and then stopped and listened back and said, then Vince... 
where Laura would go in and do whatever, you know, like fixes that they wanted to do. Yeah, but, and uh, um, it was, I definitely was really tired at the end of the second day because we were like so focused for so long. Um, and the vocals, I just, um, you know, I basically was in the room with everybody singing and they had baffles set up so that, I mean, there was still a lot of bleed in, in my mic from the drums, but I kept those vocals because I, I love the energy, you know. Sure. Um, were you yeah. like kind of the producer, Weba, or, or was it? Uh, no, Mark, my husband, Mark. Weaver, yeah, yeah, sure. Keyboard Mark's, man. Great, yeah, great he was musician. in the booth with uh, Ed McKinty, who's the was the engineer. Okay, so he, he was running the show. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I was just wondering, you know, because a lot of stuff nowadays self-produced by bands, right? Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, you, you do lose some perspective. Yeah, and uh, sometimes it's good to have a an unconnected cat in a way just for perspective but in the other right. ways it's no compromise you know you're not marginalizing or compromising anything so right. interesting uh t tell me about like these these tunes that we just played marriage and take it a moment okay you and ralphie you bring them there and then you you brought them to the band right now Go ahead. now how how do you do it do, do you make demos or do you guys just as a as a pair playing for the rest of the cats? It varies. I mean, to me, like sometimes. Well, that's why I said these two songs: "Marriage" and "Take a Right." Marriage and do that. Do that. I don't even really remember. We just. Well, I remember with do that. Actually, do that. Usually, what happens is Ralph comes up with changes and or baseline, and then I come. I write the melody, but. Um, with Doodat, he came up with the melody himself, and that's why it's such a cool melody. It's like almost like a horn line, you know? And the only thing about that song was that he gave me the demo, but the key wasn't good for me. It was great for his voice, but it, when I sang it, I was just cracking all over the place. So I uh, transposed it up a fourth, so it was better for my voice. And then you wrote... Vince's well, part. You see, some of that stuff, like, yeah. like I said, you don't want to rain every, you don't want to, you don't want to tell everybody what to do all the time. But you know how sometimes you hear it in your head, like you can't put it, you can't, you can't unhear it. Like that one was very. I don't think there's any room for you. It's pretty much all structured. That one, what you're playing. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. That, I just want to add in, in answer to your question. Most of uh, to my my experience is that most of these songs uh, come in the form of files that are usually YouTube singing them with, a, right. you know, whatever, you know, guitars or guitar and keyboard, and then you'll overdub a part or sing a part that you want done. Yeah. Ralph, okay, and sometimes my... you sing the drum line, like you'll sing, yeah. like with marriage, yeah. he had a specific idea of the, of Brian's groove. Yeah. Well, but you're also saying something about Ralphie composing on the bass. So you're not just playing guitar. Well, no, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't really think of it. It's just, okay, real honestly, I'm not really that good of a technical player at anything myself, period. I can get by, you know what I mean? I can get by. I think of myself more as a write. like, that's what I like. That's my, I like to write, you know what I mean? Like, struck, little structures. So if you hear stuff, like I said, you, you want, when you're presenting something to the people that are playing, you want them to kind of, if it came out of your head necessarily, you want to give them, like that's what's cool with people that you're playing with who you respect the way they play or the way they hear stuff. 
that they're going to take that idea and sort of run with it where you don't want to make it too some of it is just like this is the way that song presented itself you know some is I mean? open some is loose but just to just to be clear with you mike in this particular recording, Ralph is not playing bass at all. Everything that he comps out. Well, I, well, I understand with the recording, but, but you no, said something about composing. It's yeah, it's all guitar for this band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Only, oh, sorry. The only bass was uh, just the very beginning of the moment, I think, was that Ralph gave me. Yeah, uh, everything else you wrote. Yeah. Because uh, you know, what, it, was a, it was material before you got in the band. No, not this stuff. This stuff's the new stuff. No, yeah. like, like for marriage, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, oh, man, look at Vince is going to... I'm going to need to... If, if I hear a specific line for something hey, like... Hey, look, dude. we're going to have to carry this on because we're at the end of the first hour, January 26, 2024. This is Pedro Show. Special guests, Gerritsen and Gardetsky. Hold tight for hour two. January 26, 2024. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. I don't know why they got to change
it again. Hey there, cute spook. Hey there, cute spook. Hey there, cute spook. Cute spook. Cute spook. One more fly on the turtle fly. One more fly on the turtle fly.
succeeded in making Leon extremely upset, extremely upset. Effort had only succeeded in making Leon extremely upset, extremely upset, extremely upset, extremely upset, extremely upset, extremely upset. Don't bother me, sir. The call was from someone at the other at the other end of the extension. I don't believe in mental torture, sir. I don't believe in mental torture, sir. I don't believe in mental torture, sir. I don't believe in mental torture. Madam Dumb 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 Dumb
grandmother.
for Pedro. So start off the second hour. Gerritsen and Gardeski doing Change Things Up. Then we had from Rotterdam, Ventriloquism with Harry Mary. And that's with the E, people, like happy. Scott Marshall, Near to Thee, My Void Am I. And then Gerritsen and Gardeski. Blues on Blacks. No, no name. I fucked up here. Before that, because you can't fuck up this band, special band. It's called the Urinal Cakes of America with blue on blacks. Yeah, so I don't want to fuck that up. Sorry about that. Wait, wait. Are the urinals going to sue them for like name copyright? It's urinal cakes. So if you add cakes to it, that's like flag, black flag. It's like Dinosaur Jr., Okay, wait. You you remember this? It's like no, Red wait. Cross with fucking K instead of C. You know Mike. what the fuck? Let's let's talk about Garrettson and Gerdetsky. One thing because you're gonna remember this. Some um, new wave disco cheers for new romantic queers. My God, you remember that song? It was the oh who was it, man? It was from. It was, I don't know, but let's talk about Gerdetsky and Garrettson. Uh, what about this tune? Change things up origin story please oh okay so i was at kaiser and getting my vaccination and i was in walking up the hallway and this old guy we were like they changed all the signage at kaiser we didn't know where to go and he goes why do they always have to change things and so that became the origin of the lyrics for me yeah it's, it's sort of like that uh, argument against skepticism, right? If you're a true skeptic, you'd have to be skeptical of skepticism. So, like, the only thing that don't change is change, right? Yeah. Fine. yeah. So, yeah, we strangle ourselves chasing our own tail. That's that right. Logic bullshit. What about uh, No Name? No Name, Ralph came up with those changes, and I was just singing... The I came up with a melody, and I played it back for him, the recording of a demo, and Ralph goes, oh, I like the way it sounds. We don't need any words. And so that's why we made it that way. Well, let's talk about words. Do you write on demand, or do you have like a fucking trove? Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like a resource <laughs> you can go back to? Or um, I've read about Mick Jagger. He always waits like he's in the studio, and they need words. Well, I, here's what I do. I write every morning. I, you know, I just get up in the morning and write just so that I kind of like keep the flow going. And then, uh, and I don't even pay attention to it. I just write. I have just like all these yellow pads. And then Ralph will like come up with a, a musical idea and I'll listen to it and I'll go back and I'll look through my lyrics. And it's kind of like going shopping. I'll try different words on and sometimes I just know immediately what should go with it, but I have a like a background of stuff. Yeah, you and do then, have a trove, like a little. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you would call it. Some uh, huskala, you know, some uh, kind of reservoir. That's shit. Yeah, but right, there was an old tradition of the old Jewish days where that like anything writing had to be collected, even little like laundry lists and shit. 
And this uh-huh. stuff uh, ended up great for archaeologists. But that also, I could see right? as a resource for composition and stuff. Because, yeah. But writing on demand, in a way, that brings you to the moment. So I could see pluses and minuses from both both ways. Here, I want to play this uh, another tune from the new one. It's called Tide. Thank you. 
They will build a mighty temple that has no walls. They will invent a brand new human body that has no balls. We need some places to throw rocks in LA. Yeah. We need some places to throw rocks in LA. Quite small, I succumb to the forces. Ain't got no horse, so I paddle with my hands. 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 Like a blizzard with rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, sandblast, and water. 
from Pedro Shychuk Music start off with Ty Gerritsen and Gerdetsky, their new album. After that, Stony Spring, I mean, terrible band name, but uh, this band had, uh, I guess, Paul Lack, Lackus, we just lost, right? The uh, yeah. Very sad, right? Sweet man. And I guess he had a family, maybe his brother was in this band or something? Yeah, he's got like... It's a musical family. They've yeah. done a lot of projects together. I know he did some. Uh, I, I see Hawks and stuff like this, right? And I, I know, I know him from the card. Double Nut uh, yeah. Spy Card with Joe Berardi. And stuff. That guy was such a killer pedal steel player. I yeah. mean, that guy. Yeah. Wow. yeah. No. Anyway, this was called Backward Prophecy, and he plays on this. I guess it was his brother. It's his brother's band. He was like on three of the songs on the album. And it's actually interesting. It's, yeah, I'm not with the band name, but I, I like the band. Village of Spaces after that. Uh, Byron Coley, just this is from his Feed and Tube uh, label. Otter Stamp song. Danny Yamas out of Spain with Que Un Rey Me Yungue. Sorry. Ungodly with Akram after that. And finally, Gerritsen and Gardetsky with Weight of the World. That sounds like a Ralphie, too. <laughs> no, Ralphie, you learned a lot of uh, politics from your grandma, right? Yeah, grandparents, man. They, yeah. Went, to, they went to, they fought with the Lincoln Brigade. I mean, yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm yeah. Baby no, much, sure. much respect, Ralphie. Yeah, you, you know, we, 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 you know, now more than ever. <laughs> yep, now more than ever. And what about Tide? You know, you know, I'm thinking of Tides. I'm thinking of the day, right? The sun rises, the sun sets. I'm thinking of the year. You know, every lap around the sun. I'm thinking of the month, kind of tied to tides, right? In the moon. What the fuck is the week about? <laughs> Why ain't it five days? Why ain't it seven? Uh, or it is seven. Why? Why isn't it eight? Society, it's all about work. <laughs> or it might be about what the old bosses, it's not, right? Let's say Egypt had six days. Well, we're going to have seven days. You know, or maybe something like that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but but something, it's trippy, right? Sometimes, yeah, you aid and abet. Sometimes you all oh, counter uh, opposition and stuff like that. Tell me about this side, uh, this one, uh, Tide. Was this from well, your this, trove, Weber? No, this was like, there. I had a picture of myself and my brother at the beach. And we were like, maybe... I think I was maybe three or four and we're like, it's our backs were running along the beach. And, um, I wrote that song just like, I, I, that was not part of the trove. I just had that image of us at the beach together. And then, uh, my brother died. So it was sort of like a memoriam to him. He died last year. So, so yeah. And, and, and the music part, did it come first? Yeah, yeah. Kind of. See, see, to me, like, okay, for instance, like with marriage, you know, I mean, like Vince just kills that thing. I mean, the harmonica playing there just tears my head off. Like, why well, ain't that the idea, Ralphie? You want to set him up so he can deliver yeah, the good but, time. But you know, what I mean, like sometimes, okay, if you're writing and you have, you might have like because you, if you wrote a particular song, you may have a specific idea, or you just have a feeling for it, and you can so. Look, this is like Led Zeppelin, ACDC, go, you know, with the Charlie Musselwhite or whatever. Don't leave him enough like that. 
Yeah, well, look, let's say we're building. You could build the finished house, or you could build the springboard, the launch pad. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. like, tied at a certain thing, like, okay, it's the same with No Name, where the beginning of No Name, I sort of had a specific idea, or, like, the flute part, what he comes in with. Yeah. And other than that, it's like, when you play with people with great ears, or really creative, they're going to just take that and make their own... Let me put it to you this way. None of this stuff would sound like it does if everybody wasn't doing whatever they were doing. Does that make some kind of sense? Like me and as much as we, me and we would kind of write the stuff, it wouldn't be the same without everybody else putting their flavors in. That's why you want to do that. You couldn't do that yourself. If that makes any kind of sense. No, it does. It does. But not just that. Maybe I'm making a guess here, but the unexpected—maybe they bring something you weren't thinking of. Absolutely, right? Yeah. The law of unintended consequences—it's not always a negative thing. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was like very much so with "Weight of the World." What Vince did with the flute was like amazing. He just like created all that beautiful psychedelic stuff around what was going on. Well, that yeah. was all Vince. Yeah, much respect. We're at the end of the second hour, January 26, 2024. This is what so special guest, Garrison and Gerdetsky. Hold tight for hour three. January 26, 2024. It's the third hour. What for Pedro show?
Lot for Pedro show star off the third hour. Garrettson and Garadetsky doing beauty and sadness. Yeah, what else is there? Uh, then we had Professor Huge, right? Eugene Chadbourne with Procession of International Workers to Margaritaville. <laughs> Not my title. Professor Eugene, Greensboro, North Carolina. Derek Moneypenny with Kurg. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm going to be with him at the Torrance Library next week. Blue Tornado. Garretson and Gardetsky. Yeah, I found that. But let's let's stay in the album thing. So what what's beauty and sadness? Let's talk about that. Okay, do you want to start off? Not particularly. <laughs> I, I wrote that about my sister. Ah, so we heard the brother song. Now we hear the sister song. Yeah, that's right. So she was. Uh, she's kind of got an interesting story. She was when I was growing up. I always thought she was like more pretty than me because she's blonde and just really incredibly beautiful. And then, uh, but she all she spent all her time reading. She was a total bookworm, 
And then she, but she never felt like she could be a writer. She always felt like she could only be a beautiful woman. So it was kind of this the conundrum of, of being beautiful, but she was also very sad a lot. And she didn't really get happy until she met her second husband. So you wrote a song about it. Pardon? You wrote a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's an interesting kind of thing about humans. That it's about expectations, right? So in yeah. some ways, yeah. Yeah. What is happiness when worth and value and shit like that? Right. Is right. it really skin deep? Right. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, Cliche and uh, oh, so so you, did you already have the thing or did Ralphie when he brings the music did it inspire you? Hey, you know what? I'm thinking of my sister from this music. Do you remember how we started? That I have song? no idea. After a while, it kind of blurs together. Where you know, sometimes you have an idea for a lyric idea, or say something, you know, like and then I mean, d- 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 I don't really remember. <laughs> it yeah. just goes. I remember that I wrote that because I was. I took a, uh, there, there's a songwriter, a famous songwriter named Jill Sobol. Sure. And, and uh, she did like this writing workshop and I took, I took it with her and it was really hard. She goes, okay, write a song in a minute right now. And these are your prompts. And I was like, ah! you know, and, uh, um, and then she decided that we were going to write a musical and there were a group of us and we were all working on this musical and it was about a hometown. And so I just started writing songs about my family, and I wrote that song, the lyrics, and I just said, ah, I think I'm going to keep this for Garrison and Kortetsky. I think I like this. So I kind of, that was like fully realized as a set of lyrics. You reappropriated. Yeah. I did. I reappropriated. That's all right. Don't let that that labor go un, you know, realized. Uh, You know, you take the K out of punk, and what do you got? Pun. Pun rock, right? So no, because you give me this tune in Zambia. Oh, <laughs> let's listen. Thank you. 
Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Lot from Pedro Show Last Music for this edition. Started that chunk off with Garrison Garadetsky doing Insombia. Then we had Orientalism. This is a tune that was recorded live at the Eugene Difficult Music Ensemble New Music Fest 2023 Day 2. Composed by Sammy Seif. Performed by the Eugene Difficult Music Ensemble. And then finally, yeah, I've been playing a lot of their stuff. What it, what it is is they get these outside composers and these group of musicians up in Eugene, Oregon. They realize their things, man. And it's a trip. It's a fucking trip. There's something about, I know, I know, Ralphie, you were saying you like to, you know, the, the material that's coming out is kind of the part of the person performing it. But yeah. what if it's stuff like this, like where, you know, the, the the people playing have no idea of the the uh, the composer, and the composer has no idea of the people they're going to realize his pe- or her piece. You know, that's kind of these cats. And yeah, then finally, last music for this edition: Gerritsen and Gardetsky with something live. I found this objects in my quote quotian life. <laughs> Hit me to this. Enlighten me, please. Quotian life. Okay. This is the, 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 to me, this is what, when we did this with, this was a song we wrote during COVID. And this was the first song that we played with Brian and Laura and as, and Vince as a band. And when Laura played that bass line, I just went, oh yeah, oh yeah. It just, it became this kind of like, because when Ralph and I did it before, it was sort of like this beat kind of play on words and sort of abstract. And then all of a sudden it had this killer groove and it was because of her bass line. And I wrote the words like, I woke up, I have insomnia, insomnia. And uh, I woke up at like two in the morning and I wrote that whole thing down standing in the kitchen at like two or 30 in the morning. And then the next day, uh, Ralph and I made a song out of it. But the, what really makes that song jump is Brian and Laura's part there. Oh, much respect. And what about this live tune? Because this isn't, is this an early tune? Because it didn't make the album, right? Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. Oh, it's not Insomnia, because you also said you had... I I mixed my metaphors, I'm sorry. Not so much metaphor, I mean, they're they're two different tunes, right? Or am I... right. No, I was actually giving you the backstory on objects, yeah. Oh, on objects, that baseline. Okay, now, now give me the story on Insomnia. Okay, also, well, Blue Tornado. We didn't talk about Blue Tornado. Well, both of those songs were recorded with Brian and Vince and Michael Alvarez. Ah, you mean there's a former member of... There's yeah. a former member. So, um, and we did that, like, I think that was the, the... We recorded that right before COVID hit. And he was... This other member was the bass man? Yeah. Okay. He was playing with he was playing with Vince and the Atomic Sherpas and that he's just oh yeah with, I remember Atomic Sherpas uh, he's just a great I mean isn't he just doing straight he's just playing straight stand up like hardcore job he's guy's a, a great player man. why ain't he still in the band no he's not no he's playing he's playing he he wanted I mean his thing he wanted jazz, pretty much straight jazz didn't yeah, he? That's it. yeah yeah so he left the band yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. okay okay well I'm in this band sorry. He left in 2020, right? Our last gig was like February 20th, 7th, 2020. So okay. It was like and then the connect with Laura, with Laura was Brian? Yeah. Okay. You know, I wasn't there, so I got to get some kind of sense. Yeah. See, I mean, the cool thing is having a rhythm section 
that you've seen play. I mean, to me, that's not like a rhythm section that you've seen play with other bands. Yeah. It's already like a well lubricated machine already. You know, they already play with each other. Yeah, and and you got that now than you did with him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, would you call Garretson and Gardetsky a genre band? You guys can play any fucking thing you want, right? Well, I mean, it's just, it's me. Look, I was going to answer because you asked earlier about like the. Um, I mean, you wouldn't call it a jug band, right? A what? Jug band. I would just call it music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so would I. I think he just had, didn't have as much time to do. Uh, uh, he, he was the, playing jazz and playing gigs. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. he liked the okay. music fine. Yeah, real quick to answer, to answer. Kind it's got to be real quick because we're almost out of fucking time. Okay. We were talking about that difficult music ensemble. And I remember reading this thing that said Public Enemy was Carl Carl Stockhausen with a beat. Like to me, we listen. There's a. I mean, I just know about my musical taste, but everybody here's got. So if I said Vince, that's kind of like a Debussy-ish sort of thing over, you know, over a Clash beat. You know what I mean? Like the, you could kind Cold of tone blue. right? Yeah, you can kind of mix. To me, no, I've never heard a band that I went. Those guys were too. In, that music was too interesting. They should take some of that taper, some of that stuff off. You know, like a punk rock band playing Doctor Wu or Steppenwolf. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't think why things have to be. You know, I guess. Exactly. You got to tear things down if things are going to be silly like that. Yeah. Right. You I'm with you, music. Ralphie. I'm with you. You I'm make music, you. and if people can't dig it, if they want to find a particular genre to put you in, I guess our sales will go down from just triple platinum to just regular old platinum. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I've had people on the show that can't talk about music without having to get those, you know, bins in the chain store mentality fucking gulag everything in, you know? I just can't fucking handle that shit anymore uh, but, but anyway I can't wait to hear the next record so what's what's future for Garrison and Gardetsky we just new songs this morning before getting on the air with you a little more groove a little more dance because though, some of that stuff was written without having play, played with these guys so now it's kind of starting to, for me at least starting to set into a pocket where you're working with you know the elements you're working with. Like, yeah, man, I like funk. Funk, I like groove music. We like to dance. Yeah. We're going to get people moving. Groove music. Yeah. Good. Not all of it, but you know. Yeah. And the record just came out? Uh, actually, the, the, the Weight of the World is our first single, and that got played last week in the UK, and it's going to get played again. And then. Um, and where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you can go to GarrettsonandGordetsky.com. Okay. That's our website. Or you can go to the, on Facebook or Garretson and Gordetsky or Spotify. G-A-R-R-E-T-S-O-N, ampersand, G-O-R-O-D-E-T-S-K-Y, people. You got it. Yeah, great, great. And your next gig? Uh, I We are playing the library. Where is it? Probably. The same one he's playing. That's not in April. That's in April. Yeah. We'll, probably, we'll do something before that. We'll, we'll do something before and that. But we... Well, go to the website, people, and you can find out where they're playing next. Yeah. It's been a real honor to have you aboard, but I can't wait to have you back. So can uh, I put the invite? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Thank great. you so much. Absolutely, absolutely. We keep on keeping on, right? People, 
January 26, 2024 edition of Wap for Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.